A new twist in successfully accomplishing your goals. And guess what? You don't have to pay for it. Find out how with Charles W. Johnson, the author of the book, Affirmation, The Power of Words, next on The Impact Bar. Hi, Charles, you're there? Yes, I am. How you doing? Hello. How are you? I am well. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Great. Well, we are live on the Impact Bar. <laughs> so we're just going to jump right in. Okay. <laughs> so Let's first, let me go ahead and introduce you. Okay. I am so excited to introduce my, my special guest today because um, his name is Charles W. Johnson. And I want to share a little bit of information about him before we kind of jump in and get started. Um, He's attended Western-Salem University until his passion for leading led him to, uh, led his opportunity that would take his career to the next level. His professional career began as a senior vice president of marketing and promotions for Dambla Records. There he uh, exposed the company and its artists to a national audience with an appearance on the Jay Leno Show and to international audiences with a concert tour of Italy and produced his own production and management company. Charles is an author of the book entitled, I Am Sam, 10 Keys to Success from Green Eggs and Ham and the author of his newly released book, Affirmation, The Power of Words. My special guest um, is also a pastor at the Well Church in Raleigh, North Carolina, and is married to his lovely wife, Pamela Lane Johnson, for 28 years with two talented uh, sons and two beautiful granddaughters. So I am so happy that you are a part of the Impact Bar, and this is a platform that kind of gives inspiration all over the world. So I'm excited for you to join our audience, to give us some really good information. Um, And listening audience, I want to share with you too, Um, I want you guys to get your laptops, your notepads, your pen, your paper, (laughs) and get ready to take some notes, okay? Because (laughs) Mr. Johnson is going to give us some really great information um, about basically the topic of the power of our words Mm. and, you know, and and also our thinking and how that actually helps either our success or failure in life. Yes. Okay. So talk to me about that. How did you come up with this inspiration, this concept? And share with me to the focus on this principle as a way to thrive for for someone's success. Well, first, let me tell you, thank you so much for allowing me to come on and be able to serve uh, your listeners. It's an honor for me to be able to uh, be of assistance to anybody on the planet. It's part of my goal is to make sure that you leave me better than when you came. So thank you so very much for this opportunity. This happened to me, this started uh, some years ago with what I called an argument between me and God. Now, of course, you know, I was probably doing most of the arguing. He wasn't saying anything to me at all. (laughs) (laughs) Anything to me at all. Exactly. But um, I had some issues with finance in my life, pastoring the church I'm pastoring right now, great group of people. 
no no shade toward them but it's just there were some financial things that were going on um even there's a little bit of, of sickness and stress and a whole bunch of other stuff going on and so one day um i was working out something for a bill and they wouldn't give me an extension and so that was the day that kind of pushed me over the edge if you ever heard the song don't push me because i'm close to the edge i'm trying not to yes. lose my head lose right. my head yes, <laughs> right. yes. Right. well that day i lost it so um i went speeding down the highway uh in tears i'm hollering and i'm screaming i'm saying you know to god okay if this is how it's gonna be i don't have to do this I can go do something else. You know, I had a degree. I had a, you know, my um, my master's in theology. I can go teach somewhere. I can just go do something else. So, yeah. of course, throughout all of that, I heard nothing. I said absolutely nothing. So I continued to argue for about a good month. Um, coming down toward the end of the month, I finally got a response. And the response was, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now, for some of your real spiritual listeners that are really, really deep and went to school with Jesus, uh -huh. you sat, you were okay. satisfied with, with that answer. However, <laughs> I was like, now that didn't help at all. I appreciate the scripture, but it does not soothe what I'm going through. And again, yeah. it came up for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So I said to God, so you're saying this is my fault that you have nothing to do with this is this is all my fault and again there was silence which was a yes for me so i started looking even deeper into that same scripture and what i began to realize was uh the power of how we think and what it's not so much what god thinks about us it's more about what we think about ourselves and what we think about him so Yes. Uh, one translation even says, for as a man thinketh in his, in his mind, the Hebrew word there for heart actually means mind and emotion. So then, okay. as a man thinketh, now being kind of theological here and seminarian-ish, um, the ETH on the end of thinketh actually means over and over again or a continual process. So as a okay. man continues to think in his mind so is he one translation even says so he becomes uh so i begin to really look at okay how i think is directly correlated with the things that are going on in my life now that's not an easy pill to swallow because then maybe even some of your listeners now don't like where they are and they're like well I didn't want to put bring myself here, but that's because yeah. we don't un, we don't really understand the power of two things: our thoughts and our words. When God created Adam, the Bible says He blew Himself into him. Now that's more than just you know lungs and blood and the heart and all that stuff. It actually yeah. means He blew His character into him. So, so what is mm. the character of God? God's character is to create. So everything that Adam, that God could do, Adam could do. Reading the scripture, Faith, I started asking, you know, we see Adam and, um, you know, he's the, the animals are coming and he's, you know, uh, naming the animals, you know, a giraffe and a tiger and a turkey and a chicken uh -huh. and all that kind of stuff. And in the scripture, God goes silent. He never corrects him. He never said, no, don't call it that. 
And it bothered me yes. until I realized that the reason we didn't hear God say anything is because Adam and God were one. So whatever God was thinking, Adam was saying. So there mm, was, there was no need to correct it. <laughs> Because yes. in the, we, we were like him, so we have him. Now, for your for your listeners, uh, try this experiment and make sure you got people around before you do it. Hold your breath and try to talk. Hold your breath and try to talk. They, you can't, you do, can't it. do it. So that means every word that comes out of our mouth has the breath of creation on it. So we are saying things out of our mouth. And the best way to tell what someone is thinking is to catch them talking in the moment. You know, years ago when I was coming up, you know, when the preacher came around, you know, you, you hid your cigarette or you put down your beer bottle yeah. and all that kind of, you know, you put, <laughs> you put all that stuff down. You didn't even bring it up on right? the church ground. <laughs> on the church ground. So that wasn't the time to ask them, you know, about their life the Lord, did you pray today? No, the time to ask them is when they're not watching and when they're not looking. The time to find out how someone is thinking is when their guard is down and they're around the people that they're comfortable with. Then you can yeah. start hearing what we are creating. Now, the other part of that is thinking. What I think, how did how did God even start creating? I know we have the words, you know, the, what the Bible says, but Moses who wrote Genesis was not there. So he didn't hear God's voice. So God didn't have to use mm -hmm. words. So what did he use? He used thought. God thought about it. And then he spoke it. And what he spoke yes. came into existence. He blew that exact yes. same thing into us. What you think about long enough, thinketh. You're going to start commanding or saying or creating. And those things start right. rushing towards you. And whether you like it or not, we are manifestation machines. We are created to manifest to bring things from the um, unseen into the seen. As far as we know, we are the only creatures in the universe, as far as we know, um, that can take something that is not seen, called a thought or an idea, and make it manifest, be real, come into reality in our, in our existence. We're the only ones that can do it. Animals can't do it. So right. we have this ability that we are not completely aware of. Most people are, are living on autopilot. They don't, they're not thinking about what they're right. thinking. They're not thinking about what they're saying. You know, some people will say, well, that's just how we are. Or, that's just how I talk. You know, all of us are like, or that's how right, that's raised. how I was raised. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what we'll say. I mean, and then I'll bring up, you know, examples like people will say, well, once you break a 20, it's gone. And once you break a hundred, it's gone. Well, I guess so. You just said it's gone. So it leaves. Yes. You're walking in the mm -hmm. store and you're used to getting, you know, a certain kind of candy bar, a certain kind of cookies. And one day you go in there and it's no longer there. And you say, see, you say things like, well, as soon as I start liking something, it's gone. And there you go. <laughs> it's gone. Uh -huh. You're speaking these things. Yeah. And we don't even realize the power that we have. If I spoke myself into a negative situation i can speak myself right out of it but yes. you have to know you have to do it on purpose until it becomes um habit it becomes who you are it becomes how you you begin to think about what you're thinking 
the my, my wife is a counselor she says the technical name for that is metacognition thinking about what you're thinking about and a lot of yeah. people say well that's hard i'm supposed to think about everything i'm thinking about yeah you should, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you are everything is hard uh-huh. until it's not yeah so. <laughs> until it's not it yes that's not that is really so kind of how i got to this where i am now yeah. i love it that is so you know what is deep or practical mm. when you think about yeah. it you know what i mean and so i know exactly what you're talking about it took me years to get to the point of what you're mm-hmm. talking about yeah. here because i do understand that this doesn't happen right. overnight it does take mm-hmm. practice and it took me Oh, I would say maybe a good three okay. years <laughs> to start exercising that in my mind uh-huh. thoughts. And not only did I find meditation helpful mm-hmm. for me and like staying calm and focused, but also, of course, with prayer, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That right. helps too. Um, but I also understand the importance, like you said, of... And, this, and some of this is from books sure. that I've read too. But thinking the truth, mm. regardless of yes. regardless of what it looks like, and that's the hardest thing for a man to be called to do. That's the hardest thing in the world when you think about it to think yes. the truth <laughs> than what your circumstances right. are. And the truth is abundance, because like you said, if you're thinking <clears throat> God breathed into you life mm-hmm. abundance, prosperity, right. because you know, like you said, He says in His Word. Think on yeah. these things, those things that are lovely, of a good report, you know, things like that. So it takes time for you to do that, especially when you've been conditioned, mm-hmm. you know, based on your circumstance or your environment to think right. a certain way. Right. And so it does, and it, it takes time for that. But I love how you said it's yes. a habit. That you you know, report. one of the uh, the books that I'm, I'm currently studying right now is called The Science of uh, Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. That's exactly who I got that from. <laughs> I recognized it when you right said it too. You say, oh, I think she got it from, from Wallace D. Wallace. Yes. yes. And, and, and Wallace yes. says the exact same thing. The most laborious thing yeah. a man can do is to have yeah. continuous thought despite um, outside appearances. Uh, and to ha- yes. and to believe that truth and to hold on to it and to hold on to the vision um, that you have. It's very, very easy to blend in with the crowd, go in the direction everybody else is going in, say what they say, see everything that everybody else sees, but it's far more difficult uh, to hold yeah. on to an opposing thought. So many of us are just so yes. used to, even despite what we know the word of God says, we'll, we'll go with the crowd or we'll go with what somebody else thinks when we have been given the ability to think what we want to think and those that have the ability to do that are the ones that see success and just you know in the spite in spite of sickness like a like a pandemic on the other side of yes that, there is complete and total yes. health where people will say yes that and health is what is that's the truth. what's the truth that is the truth <laughs> And and and, and, and <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you ever said that to anybody, but to see them, they're, they're, they they kind of turn their head a little bit, yeah. and they want to argue with you real <laughs> like, bad, you and then you start talking about, well, I don't believe in poverty. I only believe in prosperity and abundance. It you know poverty doesn't exist for me, 
So I don't know what you're talking about. When you start talking like that, oh, say that yeah. people, you know, people will fight. <laughs> people will fight yes. for their poverty. They will fight uh-huh. for their sickness. They will argue you down that no, I'm supposed to be sick because it's 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 in my blood. I, I, everybody in our family got it. Everybody, yeah. all of us, <laughs> it's in our genes. We always got it. Uh-huh. And they'll fight for it. Yeah. They'll fight for their poverty. They'll fight to be broke. Because to go to the to believe the other side of it is so it's, it's so wrong. difficult. But the same yeah. energy that it takes to be broke, you can use to be rich. The same energy that okay. it takes for you to be down, you can use that same energy to be up. Now, again, it 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 certainly takes practice, and I don't want to um, make anybody think that it happens overnight. But the exact right. same way uh, you think negatively takes a habit. If you have exactly. done it over and over and over <laughs> again for years, right, for years, yeah. and then you mentioned even uh, um, uh, programming. When I was coming yes. up through through church, there were certain, we didn't talk about money. We didn't talk about um, uh, being successful. I mean, we talked mm-hmm. about, okay, one, you don't want to go to hell. Uh, right. uh, you don't want to, uh, well, that was pretty much all the conversation and all the preaching. And, and I don't think that they were trying to hurt us in any way. I think they were trying to protect us, but they could only give us what they knew and what they had been right. taught. So I'm not, I don't want to blame anybody, but you can only live what you've been taught and what you believe. Your life, you can't outlive what you believe. Whatever you believe is going to show up. This is what it is. So I encourage people to look around your life. The Bible says, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Now I know we use that for money. That's the only scripture we come Mm -hmm. up with for money. But it applies to every area of our life. So then you have to look around your life and see what harvest, what fruit is growing that you don't like. It's not big enough. It's it's, it's rotten, whatever it is. And don't judge the fruit. You got to go to the root because the fruit is the result. It had to come from somewhere. So then start looking around your life and looking at the things you don't like. You don't like the amount of money you make. You don't like the relationships you seem to always get into. You don't like your health. You don't like the career, whatever it is. And then backtrack it and go and start talking to some people about where did that come from? Before my mom passed, um, I had a lot of conversations with her about, Mama, where did I get this from? Why do I, mm-hmm. you know, where did this, mm-hmm. the, how I think comes from? And she would say things like, well, baby, that's all we knew. Baby, that's, you know, what we were taught. Yeah. I talked to my daddy. My daddy said, you know, we didn't talk about money. I didn't know the, the value of, of a dollar till I was 40. You know, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I wouldn't really mm-hmm. encourage um, your listeners to start asking questions about where did that come from? I even had some theological wrestling. You know, how is it that all we talk about or we tend to talk about is suffering, uh, demonic warfare. Um, uh, we, we always talk about how, you know, you can't reign and not, without suffering. And, and those things are true. But, you know, Jesus only suffered while he was on the cross. His whole life was not suffering. Some of us are trying to do stuff right. that Jesus didn't even do. We're trying to make our yeah. whole life. <laughs> 
<laughs> make our whole life right. separate. And that's not what your whole life is supposed to be about. You're gonna have that is so good that you said that's that though. I just saw a vision of that. Yes. It's true. He did his suffering when he was on the cross, but his whole life on earth was, was not, not suffering. suffering. I love so that. So if, if he didn't have to suffer his whole life <laughs> or the life that we, we've yeah. been made privy to those three years, then why are you going through? Every day is your worst day ever. Always, you know, some kind of yeah. drama. Something always going. And then there's some people, because even biologically, you know, when something happens to us, especially something good, you know, the body releases what's called dopamine. And it mm -hmm. makes you feel a certain way. But the, also the opposite is true, that when you have a, a, a pity party, and someone comes along and says, oh, what's wrong? Are you all right? That same chemical goes through your body and you feel yeah. a certain way. Now, over time, you get used to this chemical response. You get, you, you look forward to it. So even if there's no drama going on in your life, you create it so you'll get this attention. So you'll get this hit of dopamine. And I'll tell you a good example. People will go on Facebook or social media and they'll check in at the hospital. Now they'll check in at the hospital. Then the comments mm -hmm. are below it or they'll check in and say, y'all pray or whatever the case is. Yeah. And then people <laughs> yeah. start commenting, what's wrong? What's going on? And they go silent. All they were looking right. for was attention or those individuals that yes. would take pictures in the hospital bed with the mask on, with all the tubes all everywhere. Now, if you were that sick, boo, how you got time to hold up the camera and get the right angle? <laughs> <laughs> you try to get a dopamine hit. You want somebody to pay attention to you. Right. So, so we have to understand, again, even how we, we've been made biologically by God, that when we start to uh, create, it's, it's spiritual, but it's also physical. Um, and I and I hope I don't offend your, your listeners here, but early on, when I was younger, we couldn't talk about a third mm -hmm. eye. That that was totally uh -huh. demonic. Until I learned that there is a a gland called the pineal gland in in your brain. Everybody has one. It's okay. called the pineal gland. Uh -huh. Now scientists were able to um, extract the pineal gland and dissect it. Inside of the pineal gland, um, they found cones and rods like in a human eye. Now that's, a, that's okay. important because the third eye was not anything demonic. The third eye was the thing that allowed you to daydream, imagine, um, see. The Bible talks about the people without a vision, they perish. Yes. The word uh, vision there actually means to to see around the wall or to be able to see beyond where you are now. Yes. The pineal gland is a thing that God has given us that causes us to be physically in one location. But I get excited about my birthday that's happened 30 days from now. And I can see the people and I can feel the feelings. Also, yes. it is the pineal gland that allows us to go back into our past to that last argument you had. And you start thinking about that argument and you get mad all over again. Yeah. Now, nobody can, nobody knows what you're upset about, but they can see your face change and contort and yeah. thinking about <laughs> it, what I should have said and what I mm -hmm. could have said. The pineal gland allows us to be able to do it. 
Okay. However, we are programmed not to use it. You're in school, pay, pay attention. Stop yes. daydreaming. Yes. We're taught that our imagination is just something that we come up with. It can't right. actually happen. So over time, that pineal gland becomes calcified. And so by the time you get like my age, I'm I'm 50 years old. By the time you get to my, my age, you're like, well, you know, it's too late now. How mm-hmm. dare you imagine what your life could be at this age? Ain't nobody doing that, you know, all those things. Because now it's been programmed out of me. It's been yes. tossed out of me. Out of and me. now yes. um, I don't believe in myself anymore. I don't mm-hmm. look for the good in myself anymore. I don't see a future mm-hmm. anymore. So what I do is I'll go to church and I'll run around the building or I'll run around yeah. and which is fine. I have nothing, no, no problems with it. But yes. you think that that doing that is going to change something. And sometimes it does. Right. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, God can do all things. What I am saying is we have to start taking responsibility for the area in our life that we want to improve. And many times, like I said, it's programmed out of us. Nobody, I, would, I wasn't taught how to praise myself. To look at the good in myself. Mm-hmm. We we spent hours in testimony service talking about how bad things are. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just horror story after horror story after horror story. So true. But that's not what God has planned for us. He's created us to be able to create. Yeah. Um, I ask people, yes. how old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? That's so how true. How old would you be? Because if you were 25, you'd be thinking a little bit different than you would be at 50. Yes. But who says that's how old you actually are? Right. So act as if it could actually happen. How would you respond? What would you do? Because it's absolutely positively possible for you to have it and do it and be it. And the thing that blessed me so much is that God wants me to have it as well. He's not keeping it from me. He's not yes. fighting me on it. He's like, and that's yeah. the thing because there's some, there's a lot of people, um, and also, I mean, I hate to say this, church people right. too, right? That believe that if they think, you know, that they can have that, they're not, they're not, you know, they're not spiritual enough, or they're not saved enough, or they're mm-hmm. not, you know what I mean? Because you're thinking that, but I think. What you're saying, even the book that you wrote, it really is an awakening. Yes. I think, especially for this time in, in our season right now, yeah. as far as with the pandemic, just all yes. the things that are going on right now. I believe that God wants to wake us up. And yes. don't 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 be discouraged about what you see. It's just an appearance. Oh wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the truth. Yeah. <laughs> is that I'm real, I'm God, and 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 I am abundant. Exactly. I understand that you lost your job from the pandemic, and I understand that people are dying and stuff like that. Right. I'm not making light of that. Right. Like all that is 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 act is actually happening. Yes. But I think that, like you said, your word I think is so good for this mm-hmm. time in our lives right now. What we're experiencing, because a lot of people are getting yes. discouraged and they don't know what to do, and they're like, "Man, this yes. is going on," and all I see, and then you look on the news, and then you look at the you know, the um, election, just all this other, just all this stuff is going on right now. It's kind of hard to think what really is true, you know, because you're in a circumstance and an environment that's so negative right now. So I, 
thank you for this information and I hope I know I just believe that my audience is right yes I hope they are take us some notes <laughs> You know, because this is good stuff. Well, thank this you. Really I'm, stuff, I'm, so. I'm, again, I count it an honor and a privilege to be able to serve, um, especially those that are that are faith based, um, on not so much, you know, how wrong you are, but there's another level. There's um, another perspective that you may want to consider that will be a blessing, you know, to your life and to your family and yes. to your ministry or to your business or whatever the, the case may be. Because for, for many, and you, people may not see it this way, however, um, the pandemic is an answer to prayer. You know, you, you ask God, God, yeah. change the environment, change the atmosphere, you know, make it easier for us to do. And all that. Well, said, so, okay, okay, here, here you go. Here you go. I'm, I'm going yeah. to shut down everything. <laughs> so now everybody's at home and I'm going to make sure that you have the opportunity. I'm leveling the playing field, leveling mm -hmm. the playing field now, be it ministry, yes. be it business, be it but whatever it is, I'm yes. leveling it because now when McDonald's is closing buildings, when, when, when uh, major stores, Macy's and all these other stores are shutting down. That's yes. got to be an opportunity in this environment. If you stop looking so much, like you were saying, at the news and you know, all the yeah. numbers and who's dying and, you know, all the mm -hmm. stuff, stop and take a minute to not look at that and see this as an opportunity. Don't miss this window because yes. when, when this passes and it's going to pass, when this passes, mm -hmm. you need to make sure that you are set up so that you can be yes. a part of that new crop of millionaires that's going to come up, that new crop of mm -hmm. indiv creative individuals, these people that people have put to the background and said, well, you don't have it and you're not anointed and you didn't come from the right place and all that stuff. When this is over, when this is yeah. done, you need to have positioned yourself so that you could, you can now be that next wave of individuals that everybody's going to be looking to. But if you get caught up, you yes. don't miss it. Yes, because I also believe, you know what came to mm. my mind too, by uh -huh. you saying that? I also believe that God, you know, will have his, have some people positioned into that now. Yeah. There's going to be some of his, you know what I mean? There's going to be some folk that really trust and believe in him. It's going to be yeah. positioned to do some right. work. Okay? Right. <laughs> and, and it may be the people that you exactly. respect. That's the thing. Exactly. That's the thing. So, you know what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh me too. You bless me as well. You really have. I feel like I ate a full meal. Okay. <laughs> and I am full. Okay. And I am full and I am good for the rest oh, of the week. Oh, that's home. a blessing. That okay. blesses me. So, I know that if you inspired me, I know you inspired my audience because, you know, I love sharing this type yes. of information. I love to encourage and inspire. And like I said, I, we do talk on different topics and subjects, some some current events, some just thoughts right. that I have. But this is definitely, like you said, a faith-based yes. platform to where, you know, it's about inspiration and inspiring. So I am so glad that I yes. met you. Thank you so much for for um, joining the Impact Bar today. And I want you to also tell the audience where they can get okay. your book on affirmation. Uh, what is it? Affirmation, um, the power, the power of words. words. Um, you can go yes. right to um, Amazon, Mr. Jeff Bezos uh, site, 
and you can pick it up right there. You can put yes. in my name, Charles Johnson, or you can put in the title of the book, um, that particular affirmation book, or even I Am Sam, 10 Keys to Success from Green Eggs and Ham. Uh, you can follow okay. me on Instagram at the underscore successologist. Um, you can also follow me on Facebook at Charles Johnson page two. Um, and if you can't find me there, you can always call me at 919-228-9679. Uh, I almost forgot my number. Uh, 919-228-9679 <laughs> is my office number. And I'm open to talking to anybody about uh, what you want out of life from your business, relationship, health, whatever it is. And I can help you develop the mindset to get you there. Oh, wow. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, listen, you have someone who's going to give you their direct number to get some help. You can only find this at the end of the bar, right. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> only at the end of that bar, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Johnson. It was a pleasure speaking to you. And um, I'm going to have you on again. Oh, no, that would be fine. I'm going to, yeah, there's going to be a topic that I really want you to kind of share with us and dig in. I'm going to definitely contact you and hopefully you'll be a part of our, um, uh, my podcast again. But it was a pleasure speaking to you. And uh, thank you so much. And uh, you guys can follow him. He gave you all of his information. And uh, see you guys next time on the Impact Bar.